Hello, dear listeners. Dear Pod, your favorite comedy advice podcast is approaching our 100th episode. That's right, 100 episodes of pure gold, approximately 125 hours of quality comedy content, 7,500 minutes of knee-slapping, pants-wetting, spit-taking good times. Now you may ask, how can I be part of such a celebration? The answer is simple. Send us a question, any question, any topic, to our Instagram at DearPodOfficial or our email address, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. Your question will get answered on our Century episode as we attempt to answer 100 questions in one hour to acknowledge this historic moment. So what are you waiting for? Whip out your toodle phones, your Morse code machines, your smoke signals, and send us a question at DearPodOfficial or DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. 100 episodes... God, I'm old. Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. Dear Ann Landers, my son got married. Dear Ann Landers, she was very happy. Dear Ann Landers, my wife was very happy. She was very happy. Dear Ann Landers, she thinks way too much. She had to get married. Dear Pod. so long indoors that the house is not letting me leave. This is a house from Beetlejuice. It's like, oh, okay, if you're, you're going to decide to leave me, I'm going to punish you. What not there, isn't there a movie where the house doesn't let you leave? Beetlejuice. I'm it? sure there's more than just one. But I'm wearing a nice... Or house, is that what it's called? <laughs> That's so on the nose. But... House. I like them pitching that... And, and like universal, he's like, here's what I'm thinking. Here's a house that doesn't let you leave. Okay, what do you want to call it? House that doesn't let you leave. Oh. Uh, you know what? People like can shorter. Just, can we just do house? Well, that sounds... That's no. a TV show about... You have to say it like... A doctor house. with a... And then like smoke across the screen. All right. Okay. Okay. You and McGregor's not doing anything right now, right? Yeah. We can get him. I go to leave the house and I'm all... Baloney tray. <laughs> I gotta go get a baloney tray because we have a very special guest today <laughs> who loves baloney. And I'm wearing a nice sneaker that I enjoy very much. Uh-huh. My jewels got me uh, years ago. Look at that. That's oh, the yeah. Golden Girls on a sneaker. Like Isn't that. it charming? Very charming. Do you know how many kids in Macau had to sew this to Probably get it one. to me? I know. And uh, unfortunately, impressed. they did not put any tread on the bottom of it. Oh, and no. me all... With my business and my business, go to walk out the front cement steps, and they are completely glazed over in ice. I would. <laughs> How did where did the ice come from? Get, uh, because it's been snowing. Did you know? No, I just. I mean. And when the snow melts, it drips oh, overnight, oh, gets cold, oh, turns to ice. Okay. I can't describe the chemical reaction no, that no. makes this happen. No, you must have won the science fair with that. Let me tell you what. I would give anything to see a video. Oh, I bet you it's on the ring. We could go back and watch. Oh, my God. We could watch. All of your precious moments. Yes. It was before. It was like 8.30 and 9, somewhere in that zone. I I went ass up in the air, like like Home Alone fall. Mm-hmm. You know, like the legs go out from underneath you. And yeah. I landed on my left ass cheek. And thank God, 
I have the butt of a 25-year-old collegiate wrestler. Oh. Because I bounced. <laughs> but I screamed. I. <laughs> it was one of these like, oh! <laughs> in tandem with the big yellow coat going up in the air and slamming on the ground. And there's something about me where I've fallen down the stairs before and to like disseminate the pain, I roll around. It's just what I do. So I'm rolling on the front, screaming for my jewels. And, and the dogs are going, ape shit. And he comes up finds me. I rolled into like a snowbank just to stop the momentum of the pain. And I was just face down in the snow and I realized what it looked like and I know I was also in shock but I started to laugh cry hysteric it was like all of your emotions all at once frustration anger jealousy it was like the range of humanity house <laughs> it did not want me to leave it's like you haven't left house in three days you can't leave house the house is talking to each other Get her. How She's leaving. Do, how should we do it? She said baloney tray. <laughs> She's going from now's the time. I like how like there's no did a single neighbor contact you like hey is Aaron okay? No, right? No, not at all. It's nice. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> I didn't exaggerate. It's almost nice to be justified. That scream. <laughs> And then immediately you call for your husband. Jim! <laughs> My favorite was that I rolled over and I just stopped. I look like I'm dead. Oh, oh wow. If you aren't a Patreon subscriber, I recommend joining it now. Because our Patreon subscribers are going to get... <laughs> video of me falling down. I think it's the scream that does it. <laughs> it really does push it over the edge, doesn't it? Oh my god. I mean, I hate to ask, but why don't you just go through the garage? Well, you have options. I was in momentum. I had to go get a bologna platter for our very special guest. I didn't have time to futz with doors upon doors upon doors. That's why there's a front door. 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 <laughs> See, House doesn't want me to leave. House. But I did. I left anyway. And then I proceeded to laugh cry for the 10 minutes that followed. I'm in the car hysterically laughing. <laughs> You can actually see in the video that I start laughing at one point when I was like, oh, my ass. This is going to hurt so much tomorrow. I said, sit out in front again. I, oh. 
Salty ice. I'm sitting on a nice cushion right now. I'm going to need one of those rings that people sit on when they have hemorrhoids. I have one right now. Mm. Oh. Oh. My God. Hi. (laughs) Oh, wait. We didn't talk about my endorsement of the TV show. Not TV show. um, Transferred from the stage to the screen via Hulu in and of itself. The world's most depressing magic show. Right. I mean, I don't know for a comedy podcast if we want to talk about that because I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And then I'm like, what am I watching? (laughs) And then I watched the entire thing. I'm like, what? And Marcus came in 10 minutes late. I don't understand what's happening. And I said, I don't, Aaron told me to do it. Like when you sent me the text to do it, and then I did it. And then you're like, oh, you did. You did it so fast. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's just basically if then I everyone were... cries at the end, I'm like, oh. Like Bill Gates and Tim Gunn, they're all crying. But why are they crying? Because... Because he connected with them. You're the artist? Because he memorized them. That poor guy that said he's worthless or whatever. Oh, or my forgotten. God. I'm like, oh, but still, even if you said that, you'd be like, oh, my God, good for you. You got it. You got it right. But, I mean, to have someone say that to you is You're terrible. You're worthless. Thanks, but I didn't pull that card. That's I, not my card. I pulled the one that said I'm a structural engineer. Uh, I have the uh, four clubs. <laughs> this is very, oh. All I could think of was, could you imagine if a parent hired him for a kid's party? Honey, there's <laughs> a magician coming to the party. <laughs> for those of you don't that don't know what the fuck we're talking about. It is the... In and of itself on Hulu. That's what it's called. Everybody says In don't read itself. anything about it, don't hear anything about it, but I'll just tell you, it's a, it's almost like a really extended magic show. I don't know if you read anything about it, if you'd even get what the fuck... You read. Because you don't get what you're seeing when you're seeing it. Correct. Could you imagine that they must have had... Alcohol sales must have gone through the roof after people saw that show. They're like, I think I need to... Do you want to get a drink? Let's go get uh, a drink. Yeah. Because I don't know what just happened. I got to call my dad first. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, go back. He's at the children's party. Pick a card, any card. Hey, kids, want to do a magic show? <laughs> Guess who we have? Derek Delgadio is here to give you some magic. So everybody welcome him. And then all of a sudden all the lights go off and there's just like a pin spot. Hi. Do you want to see me pull a rabbit out of the hat? Oh, no, wait, that's... Oh, that's the... That's, that's the endless ennui of living. Oh, what's this? Oh, that's just a broken condom. Oh, that's Guess my what? Xanax prescription. I'm a dad. <laughs> I'm not married. Hooray. Watch me saw this woman in half. It's my mother. Oh, that should take care of it. <laughs> she's bleeding! Shh. Now she's gone. <laughs> we're running out of things to watch on TV, and we're running out of things to say to each other in this house. I watched The Dig because everybody told me to watch that. And that's What's two that? hours of watching Ray Fine's shovel. Yeah, no. You, no. And of course I'm going to endorse it. No. Yeah. No. The Dig. I saw it and I'm like, I'm going to pass. It's literally, it's like House. It's literally the title of the thing that you watch. He's just digging. <laughs> oh, it's the simple things, isn't it? Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Mark Paul Gossela. And I'm baby Jessica from The Well. And we're coming to you from the Maha Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? 
I'm going to do a terrific show today, and I'm going to help people because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Hello, I'm Stuart Smalley. <laughs> Did that do something for you? <laughs> I love that. He tickles you, doesn't so he? So much. So good. And this week, like all weeks, we are restoring the articles of Anne Landis and Dear Abby. Abity? <laughs> Dear Abby, whatever's happening, I don't know. The house is trying to kill me. We're brightening up their color. We're refining their artwork. We're bringing them into the house. Okay, we're just reading their articles. Sure. Basically. So if you don't, what are you waiting for? Come into our house and follow us on our social media. At Dear Artificial on your Twitter, your Instagram, your face place. Don't even bother with Twitter. Who am I kidding? Just Instagram. We give good gram. Uh, we have a website, which is very fun, dearpartofficial.com. We have all of our best episodes there, so I recommend going there. And also email us, please, dearpartofficial at gmail.com. Any advice questions that you need answered by two professional jackasses on the air, we can do that. And finally, and most importantly, especially for this week... <laughs> Become a Patreon subscriber. Patreon.com slash official, where you get extra fun tidbits dropped in your inbox every week. And this week is a real gem. So I highly recommend getting over to Patreon and signing up. Toot sweet so you do not miss out on the video of me falling down the front stairs, screaming, rolling, and then being abnormally still. That was just worth it. Did that make your morning? <laughs> well, when I, I didn't even know that Jim had found it so quickly. And then I, I heard know. it. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That is it. <laughs> Followed by a really angry, Jim! Jim! <laughs> like, you should know better! God you damn it! you get here right now! Okay. Wow. Wowie, wow, wow. What else can I tell you about life this week? It's been real fun. Somebody gave me a piece of paper to read, and I tried to scroll down on it. Have you had that experience? Because you're actually using papers. Like, I was reading a piece of paper, and then I went like this when I got to the end of it. You're really fucking Instinctually, dumb. two fingers, I tried to scroll down, and I'm like, it's not scroll. Oh, it's paper. I'm just going to leave that one alone. <clears throat> no, no. Hold it. Hold it gently in your hands. Okay. I got to spend some quality time with Charles Ragsdale this week. Where we started Nothing. to talk about um, a pornographic version of Frozen where Elsa can't touch anybody's D's because they freeze. Like, what the fuck? Oh. Wait, where's so- your gloves? Let it go. No, really. Let it go. <laughs> Ow. It's taking off my fingerprints. Ow. <laughs> That's apropos of this week because our theme, it's our very special St. Valentine's Day episode. And in honor of this sexy, sexy day, the theme is a general sexy, sexy time. Okay, that's an adult way of talking about it. I know. It's not like I was raised Catholic and completely ashamed no. of my body at all. And we have a very special guest coming to join the pod later to talk about something very specific related to how you can enjoy your St. Valentine's Day. So congratulations. It's going to be a good ep. Yes. Can't you feel it? No. Try again. Mm. 
How was your week aside from that? Is there anything special that happened to you? My chair from West Elm finally arrived. Oh my God, do you know I thought about it the other day? What's wrong with me? That I'm and like, then I got, we got that chair. I got a discount. <gasps> I called up and complained. And then I got another discount. Oh, good. And called up and complained because the cushion doesn't lay right. Oh, God, you fussy G. So I got 205 bucks back. Okay. How expensive was this chair? Three. Wait, so you only paid 100 Three on sale. It was originally $550. You, you only paid... Listen, I when Oprah told me that you can argue anything, I literally... It was as if she just like... Gave you permission. Spoke to my soul, mm-hmm. and I never let it go. Wow. And you became a Karen. I became an asshole. Yeah. But then again, you know what? I'm thinking, you know, you have to hold people accountable. This isn't like some guy that just spent like 17 days woodworking a, a chair for me. This is West Elm. And uh, like, what the fuck do they care? They told me it was going to be here one week. Then it came. Then it didn't come. Then it didn't come. Then it didn't come. Then it comes. And so I walk in the, the lobby and they're like, oh, you, um, you got a package. And I was like, oh. And you're like, thank you. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Must be the testo- testosterone. Uh, um, the pills are working. And um, uh, and I was kind of surprised that it wasn't up in our, like, in our apartment. So I'm like, Do they deliver things like that to you? I thought so. So then I'm like, well, where is it? They're like, it's right here. And I was like. This it looked like. Do you remember those old Samsonite commercials when the gorilla was jumping on the the oh, luggage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what this box looked like. I'm like, somebody was. Throwing. I have a six hundred dollar chair in this box, and it was just battered. And, and then beaten. it would look like someone had just instead of like using like packing tape, like scotch tape, to tape the top of it. I'm like, oh no no no. Oh, so you document wow. it, and you call up, and then you have to assemble it, and then so I call up, and I get a discount, then I. You know, look at it. I'm like, this doesn't look right. Oh, Call no. up again. They're like, well, you've already gotten a discount. I said, let me tell you why I got a discount and why I'm calling back again. <gasps> Oprah has put a fire inside me, <laughs> and I am a strong woman now. Did you say that to them? Did you quote Oprah? No, but I do say that to my dermatologist sometimes. About Oprah. I said, I always ask for a discount. She's like, are you for real right now? I said, Oprah always said if I talk to the manager, I can get a discount. She said, I said, she always asks she always says you can ask for a discount. Why is Oprah asking for a discount? I don't know, but it worked for her. She's got a billion dollars. That Imagine if that was what the whole empire was built on. Not her personality, not her TV show, just the fact that she's gotten 20% off of everything. Well, think about Donald Trump. He's, it's not really that he's wealthy. He just doesn't pay anybody. Yeah, if you just say you're wealthy, then yeah. instantly you're wealthy. And you just don't pay any of your de- your debts. Do you think that Oprah feels it every time you quote her? That every time you're like, well, Oprah said, and she's like, Oh, I just made five bucks. I think what happens is anytime someone says that, also me, when she's walking through her garden, she comes across like a giant squash or like a giant eggplant. She's like, it's so big. (laughs) It's like it kind of channels into her garden. Well, it's like Candyman. And if you say her name three times, she'll appear. But she's going to get pissed because she's got stuff to do. Yeah. And she's like, if I had a nickel for every time someone. Well, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah said I get 10% off. And she's like, poof. She's She's like, I was just having lunch with Gail. Can I please finish my Cobb salad? I was in the middle of having sexy, sexy time with Stedman. (sighs) What am I doing here without pants on? Can you please stop conjuring me every time you want to get a discount from West Elm? Thank you. Okay, so let's get back on track, All right. So we're talking about February and fucking time. 
Same Valentine's. Food. Yeah. Um, day. Do you have any plans for no, St. Valentine's Day? I don't day? have any plans. Um, the you know, only thing I, I get excited. I spread my love every day. This yeah, and just... we'd ask for you to please clean up after yourself because you're leaving a film. Well, maybe you should put some plastic on this chair then. <clears throat> Anywho, so The only thing I like about St. Valentine's Day yeah, is the, the little tiny Russell Stover's four hitter hearts. That's all I need. I just need a four thing, four chocolate thing. Russell Stover's. I Any like more the, than that, then I feel like, uh. I like the chalk candy hearts that say, fuck me, blow me, anal. Really? Yeah. Those Necco wafer things? Yeah. Can you actually eat those? They Talk about leaving a film. I can't do that. They're, mm. I think they're like the best candy ever. You're an old woman. Do you also eat Mary Jane's and bit of honeys? We've already gone over this. Edit, I know we have, but. Out. Edit her out. I don't, well, everything she, she old is new again. event. Anyway. You have to be nice to me. The left side of my ass is tingling right Not now. Not my problem. Not my problem. <laughs> Mother, it is Valentine's Day. I'm going to make the left side of my ass tingle for my jewels. All right, let's dive in because time is of the essence. We have a very special guest that will be joining us later. So Vanna we need to White. get through some articles today. You start us off okay. because my final article will be a perfect intro. All right, this is from the Kenosha News, Kenosha, Wisconsin, July 27th, Twas a Tuesday, 1982. Oh, good year for Elizabeth Perkins. <laughs> Dear Abby, what is the difference between having sex and making love? Ew, I hate this already. I hate this whole episode. Go ahead. Signed, needs to know. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> direct. Dear Needs. In having sex, the name of the game is sexual gratification. It's a selfish exercise, a physical release in which the partner is a faceless object. Anyone will do. In making love, one is motivated by an overwhelming desire to give pleasure, express affection, communicate one's feelings of caring. It's the ultimate in sharing. In making love, the partner is a very special person. No one else will do. Love is a metropolis. Jesus. Sex is a whistle stop. Love is an eternal torch. Sex is a Sputnik. No, here's... Well, Das Vadronia, I'll take the Sputnik. Let me just tell you, you cannot say whistle stop and not have me think of fried green tomatoes. <laughs> That's what your takeaway that was. That was my fucking takeaway. Like, and you could, not the fact that she's trying to be Maya Angelou all of a sudden to write some poetry. This is like the best. I was like, who who wrote this one? Do you know I found a flowery article saying that I was like, oh, and I actually passed it by because I was like, bullshit. She did not write this. <laughs> nope, this is not the article. Let's get back to being disgusting and dirty. I do like this one. Look, I clearly understand why you chose this one. It was to tweak my melons. For the listeners who have not, who are just joining us for the first time today, what the hell are you doing? Stop what you're doing. Go back and listen from the beginning. I have a real issue with this ML comedy. I will never, I could never, I would laugh. How do you not know the difference between making love and having sex? Okay. That's what I like to know. Like, how do you not know? Like, I've been blackout drunk, and I'll tell you, I wasn't making love. (laughs) Wasn't making... Last night? <laughs> I, I wasn't making love. Ew, stop. 
Stop looking me in the eye and saying that, first of all. It makes me so I think everybody knows the difference. You fucking. You fucking. You're plugging. Uh, <clears throat> um, you know what? I had a thought, and it literally went out like with your parasite. But uh, making Basically, making love is something that you do with someone that you know, that you're probably married to or dating for a long time. Having sex is like with anybody. And it's okay, everyone. Well, I don't know. When I bitch slap my jewels, does that go under what category? It's all up to you. Let me get the PowerPoint presentation out. We'll have one category that says sex and one category that says, I can't say it. Making love? All right. Stop looking me in the eye. Don't challenge me. I think that's the other Nobody will say that. Have you ever been in the throes of sexy, sexy time and somebody like whispers that in your ear? What, let's make love? Yes. Has somebody said that to you? No, who, 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 what what is this, a Jane Seymour movie? No, this isn't, no, no. What is this, a Celia Ward joint? This is like when you're making love, like, look me in the eyes. And when you're (gasps) fucking, you're like, I don't want you to even talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Put a bag over your head. Right. Just like find the pillow and stay there. <laughs> and hope that it's not Tempur-Pedic because you're going to smother yourself. I watch a lot of Dallas and I'm going to be drilling for oil until I'm done. <laughs> what if somebody did have a whole sex scene on a Tempur-Pedic mattress with pillows? And it's, all right. All right. Now it's time for doggy style. I'm going to need for you to pry me out of this Tempur-Pedic <laughs> if you're going to turn me around. You pick one... <laughs> One position, and you have to stay there. The I totally whole thought you were gonna. I totally thought you were gonna be like, "What if you were like walked in someone's bedroom and they actually recreated a scene from Dallas?" And like, that's where <laughs> my brain just went. Like, <laughs> it's time to role play, honey. Who are you gonna be? I'm Sue Ellen. I just seem like an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm Larry. <laughs> Larry Hagman. Why can't I think? JR, one of the most famous fucking characters. I never grew up watching Dallas again. Oh my you're my God. elder. We have a lot of work Aaron, to do. Aaron, we're the same age. <laughs> I'm so shy now because oh. we're talking about sex. Do you know why I told you? We're not my talking mother? about sex. We're talking we're about, about decorating to... someone's house to, to look like South Fork Ranch <laughs> and from Dallas. But it being <laughs> And I game. do know South Fork Ranch. Of course you do. Of course I do. <laughs> Look, I'm all for talking about decorating to specific 1980s uh, dramas, uh-huh. but you know the category. It's a nighttime soap. Oh, oh, an NS. I, I already told my mother not to listen to this week's episode. Why would you do that? Wouldn't it be great if we called her on this one? No. Check in with her. So tell me more about sexy. I can't talk about this. Did you light any candles when you and your husband were consummating your relationship and the night of Aaron's conception? What was the scent? Was it fresh linen? Was it harvest time? (laughs) Was it birthday cake? Was it penetration pomegranate? (laughs) Yankee Candle has come out with a whole line of sex candles. Did you start with a massage? (laughs) Birthday cock. I mean cake. <laughs> mm, this birthday cock is great. What? Vanilla bang. I mean bean. <laughs> Vanilla balls. This birthday cock is great. <laughs> so delicious in mm, my mouth. It's really tastes like bleach. <laughs> Ew. Ew. There's gonna be so many ooze this episode. Mm. I'm shy. Okay. <laughs> I'm shy, but I'm now shy. I'm gonna I'm gonna read about this. This is from the Tribune. I'm a party girl. Ooh. No, you're not. You're I'm a, a party parasite. I'm shy. Oh, my God. 
the Tribune, Koshikon, Ohio. One more time. Koshikon. Shuka. Shuka Khan, Ohio. Shuka Khan, Shuka Khan. All I want to do. No, no, nobody knows all the words to that song. <laughs> nobody. If you do, then you're you're like you're Rain Shaka Man. Khan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is from the Tribune, Koshikon, Ohio. Shaka Khan, Ohio, September 7th, 1976. Kinky sex acceptable if you enjoy it. Well. If. Yeah. Why Why else would you do it? Unless it surprised you. We're going to talk about your kink after this. Oh. oh. <laughs> Go on. Tell me that you just hit the microphone with your finger. That's not my finger. <laughs> that's not the microphone. Let's talk about kink. All right. Dear Anne, in the past. Oh, wait, that's Anne's voice. <laughs> See, I'm shy. Dear Anne, in the past you have been willing to admit it when you've made a mistake. I hope you will do so again. I refer to your advice to the woman whose husband wanted her to spice up their nightlife on occasion by wearing black nylons and a garter belt to bed. Mm. Your counsel was absolutely rotten. Obviously, the wife felt uncomfortable about it, or she wouldn't have written to ask if it was all right. Why didn't you tell her to ask her husband how he would feel if she asked him to wear a leopard skin jockstrap and beat on his chest before jumping into bed? <laughs> it is obscene to impose one's crazy fantasies on other people. I believe it's high time men and women put an end to the glorification of kinky standards set by pornographic magazines and dirty movies and got in touch with their own feelings. Sign me a wife from Missouri. Dear wife, The question put to me was, is it all right? My reply was, yes, if you enjoy it. What goes on between a man and his wife behind closed doors is nobody's business but theirs. They decide what is right. I don't agree that my advice was rotten, but if you think so, I respect your right to ignore it. And now if you need me, I'll be prying jewels out of the sex jaws of life. I've kept him in the backyard in a cage, starving him just enough until he wants to eat my sweet, sweet A. Hey, Do you and your husband have a kink? No, because if... I like that you're really trying to answer this. Like no, um, I, you know... Like a zipper mask, or do you like role play? <laughs> if or like- he walked it, see, here's the thing. You reach a certain age or a certain point in your relationship where you know too much about the person. Uh-huh. I think it's harder to pull off, especially if you're actors. Because I would be judging the performance. Yeah, why? Do you have kinks? Tell me, now. No, I don't. We're okay. so boring. I think because we're raised Catholic and we're, <laughs> I'm, I'm just but then enough again, what ashamed is the kink? My... Like some people's kink, it's like you walk in, they've got like duct tape around their head or they're like hanging from a ceiling or they like to be humiliated or they wear like girls underpants. Or... Did you ever date anybody with a kink who asked you to do something? No. Well, no. <laughs> no. I like, I, I dated someone that like, or <laughs> dated for a night that was really into, uh, <laughs> Uh, like used his teeth a lot. I'm like, let me just tell you. These Was it Army rub- Hammer? These, these aren't rubber erasers. They're my nipples. And they are part of me. I don't appreciate that. Ew. I don't like that. It's not something that I'm into. No. Chewing? No. No. You're not in the Army Hammer collection. I've had someone like, hey, spit in my mouth. I'm like, are you Absolutely insane? not. For the record. And what I- if you miss? Then it's like in his eye. Then it's embarrassing. Like, do you know how hard that is to spit in somebody else's mouth if you have distance between you? Does somebody really want you to spit it's just, in your mouth? I just don't think that's something that I'm... 
I also I don't. don't think... I also don't need to be urinated. I was about to say bodily fluids. No. Yeah. No. Like. It's one thing to dress up. It's one thing to talk dirty. It's one thing to enjoy some pornography together. Sure. That's one thing. When you bring a fluid into it, you better trust that person. And you, do you I don't mean, know tr- if that's what like. Do you, a, what do you mean trust that person? I don't know. Make sure that like all the fluids have been checked before they land on or in one of your orify. Well, no one's going to like purify the urine before it drips onto you. Can you imagine if some, if Marcus was like, let me pee on you tonight? What would the stipulations have to be? I would have to get a lawyer. I would have to work out the details of this contract. You may do the following. You may not do the following. I would say, why don't you go downstairs and get me some water. In that time, we'll have changed the locks and put all the <laughs> shit in the hallway. He comes. All right. We're doing this. We're doing this thing. Okay, great. I'm just going to go across the street and get like some some really hydrated, like that smart yeah, absolutely, water. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, I'll be right back. All right. Yeah. Four padlocks and all of the shit in the hallway. <laughs> and divorce papers yeah. already drawn yeah. up. How did you get See these you so later. fast? I had them ready just I in case. I always have things ready. I think it was underneath. It was underneath the sink with our uh, emergency food. <laughs> supply that his parents got for you the emergency first aid kit and the the emergency divorce papers the the emergency cigarette that's underneath the sink (laughs) and a bottle of tito's vodka if if, it's like angela bassett and waiting to exhale get your shit I like talk about a movie that should have gotten an Academy Award just for that scene. Every woman in America who's ever been cheated on was like, yep, that's about right. She's the most underappreciated. Agreed. We're going to put her in the same category. Or we're on this podcast. Not only do we read the articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby, but we give credit where credit's due to every woman who was a 1980s rock star. She was 90s, but well, okay. but still, I you know, we'll make it a bigger category then. <laughs> if somebody asked me to pee on them, hmm, I think that I would get up to that moment and have performance anxiety. I don't think I my brain would send a signal. It would have to be at their house because I'm not going to ruin my Absolutely. Bedding. Talk about the amount of rubber sheets that you would have to invest in. I have a hard time like getting the, the Rogaine out of my pillow. Like, Do you I know, can't, like you I would can't. be like Dexter. You'd be <laughs> saran wrapping yeah. walls, plasticking everything. I just, no. I don't get it. It definitely have to be at their house. No or fluids. Or like in, in like a, like a well-tiled shower. Very well-tiled. Yeah. Oh, I, don't know. I I won't even stick a finger up the up the uh, you know balloon knot. Maybe I've said too much. Do you have an article? <laughs> we came so far, this and is yet, my, and then I had we to just, stop it like, right this, right before. I'm you edging. See a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is from the Bennington Banner, this Bennington, is like my Vermont. Favorite. Favorite topic that I <laughs> October twenty second, nineteen ninety nine. Bennington, Vermont. Nothing sexy is happening there. There's an LL Bean sale today. Oh, it's such a turn on. I'm Blythe Dan. Let's get jam. Oh, let's get some of those fuzzy slippers, <laughs> slipper socks. Oh, let's not touch each other and sit in separate chairs and watch the fire. Let's talk about skiing. Ah, oh. that's Blythe Danner's foreplay. <laughs> Okay, let's t- it's time to go to bed. No, separate beds. Take me shopping for scarves. Oh. 
I'm going to walk alone outside. <laughs> oh, talk to me about the notebook. Oh, what a turn on. Getting hot. I'm so hot. I'm going to call Gwyneth. I'm so hot. I'm going to take off my sweater set. Oh. <laughs> Underneath is another sweater set. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Russian nesting doll of sweater sets. It's How a many of those roll do you pop. have on? <laughs> How many layers does it take to get to the center of Blythe Danner? Oh. One, two, <laughs> two three. three. My God. And then, five. Then you open it. You finally get to the bottom, and it's just that little alien from Men in Black. <laughs> wow. She looks different. She's very tiny. A lot of work done. Or is it just the sweater? Oh. All right. Back to Bennington Banner. Dear Abby. May I give you an upper for the day and offer some advice for newlyweds? Oh. Make love every day. Stop looking at me when you say that. We're in our 60s, married nearly 50 years, and we still make love every day. <laughs> what is making love? <laughs> it's a smile across a room, a hug, a kiss, a pat on the behind, a special look. Oh, yes, it's also having sex. But it's so much more. <laughs> True, we've had arguments and serious disagreements through the years. I mean, who hasn't, right? I even asked, no, I told him once in a fit of anger that I wanted a divorce. You know what he did? He gave me that look. Didn't say a word. All I needed was that look. And that says it all. We're in this for better or for worse, for a lifetime. And most of all, it says, I love you. So, young people, if you make love every day and welcome God into your marriage, oh no, it will last. Signed, still loving and enjoying it. Hot Springs, Arkansas. Why did you read that like a Harlequin romance novel? And How else are you going to read it? About halfway through that letter, I was like, I was laughing, laughing, shy. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I'm in. I want to know more. Because it got it's... quiet in here, like abnormally quiet. And you were making eye contact, and you kept saying the ML word combination and looking at Jules. And I was like, whatever I this just... is, I think I'm getting hot. I really miss scene study class, I think. <laughs> I really miss well, being we'll an do actor. some trust falls later, and we'll we'll do some Meisner technique. Dear, still loving, after nearly fifty years of happy marriage, I'd say you were quite an expert. I've been married for more than sixty years, and I adhere to your philosophy. Your letter is a day a day brightener. I'd if I have to now visualize <laughs> Abby. Abby plugging away after sixty years of marriage. Uh huh. After 60 years of marriage. So that means she's probably 110. Right. Now, I like to think of myself as an open-minded individual. Welcome. She did die at 94, FYI. She, well, she died fucking. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she went out with a deanery. <laughs> I, I do. I like to think of myself open-minded. Uh -huh. However, Even comma, though you can't say making love and you can't No, no, that's fetishes. different. That means that I'm I'm a prude. I'm hung up on things. I, and can I, you I talk about that. someone else's sex life or it's just your own that you can't? Yeah, it makes me giggle. I I can try. I Yeah, because I've told you about my friend with the, the dominatrix and all that sure, stuff. Sure, sure, sure. I think I like anecdotes more than 
real feelings. I love watching Grace and Frankie. Yes. Love it. Uh, However. It's better tied to the article. Yeah, but I'm bringing it back. Grace and Frankie. Jane Fonda in peak form. She's absolutely stunning. However, there's been sex scenes, and I find myself skeeving out slightly. (laughs) And these are like, Jane Fonda's always been stunning. Sam What's-His-Nut, who was in Star is Born, and he has the mustache, and he looks like a Marlboro Sam Watterson? No, that's the other... There's nothing sexy about Sam Watterson. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. I never need to see Sam Watterson having sexy, sexy time. Sure. But like, for all intents and purposes, these people are gorgeous, but in their 60s. But I don't want to see them bumping uglies. Right. I don't know where that- But somebody does. There is, like, listen. There's a demographic that wants to see 60-something-year-olds having sex. That's why the category exists on, on, in every porn site. All right. Here is our final sexy, sexy article for the day. I'm ready to fuck you. Let me shove it in your hole. All right. This comes from the Indianapolis Star. Indianapolis. Indiana. Indianapolis. January 27th, 1985. Now, this ties into our special guest that will be arriving later. Okay. Dear you can read Anne, it at any time. I know. I thought that the article, <laughs> the title was for for a different article, but sure. it's really a big title. Yeah, that's why I have paper. Look at the size of that title. Oh, wait, that's Ina Garden having sex with Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, that oh. doesn't happen. No, Jeffrey oh. wants to have sex in different states. Jeffrey. I'm in one state, he's in another. Jeffrey wants to have sex with at least anybody who's not me. Oh, Jeffrey's in Provincetown, and I'm with my mother. When Jeffrey's been out getting deep D, I like to make some cookies for him to come back to. There's nothing like the smell of bleach and cookies filling the house. Am I right? Jeffrey wanted a bologna platter when he was going to the meat rack. I think we have a different idea in mind. Baloney platter is his code for anal. (laughs) It's not so much code anymore. (laughs) He just says, I want anal. I'm going to go get a baloney platter down the street. Which basically means group sex in the meat rack again. And in the Hamptons, it's mortadella, but the (laughs) finest cuts of beef. (laughs) All right. Here we go, Indianapolis brown star. (laughs) Dear Anne. Yes? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm 45 and happily married. Sure you are. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm very happy. I'm very happy, but I'm 45. My question is one I'm sure many women share secretly. My husband and I have always had an excellent sex life, but I continue to masturbate, which I have done (laughs) since childhood. (laughs) I told you I love this this episode. I have read that masturbation is a perfectly normal function. However, I am Catholic and have been taught that it's a sin. I continue to do it periodically but suffer terrible pangs of guilt. What is the current position, missionary, of the Catholic Church on masturbation? I dare not ask my parish priest because he's too busy fucking the children. A a reply in print would be a public service. Could you possibly check in with an authority? Signed, Guilty, 
in Kansas. Sign stiff hands. <laughs> Sign, I've got carpal tunnels because I am digitating myself every morning, noon, and night. But then Sign. I'm flogging myself afterwards. It's very sexy. Sign sticky fingers. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that I can even pry my hands away long enough to write this letter to you. Dear this Kansas. letter's coming from deep inside my vagina. Dear Kansas, this letter smells funny. Please. Dear Kansas, my authority is Reverend Edward A. Malloy. He's the associate provost of the University of Notre Dame. He said, and this is a quote, I love that a priest says this, there's been a significant change in the evaluation of masturbation by the Catholic Church. At one time, masturbation, petting, and various forms of orgasmic behavior were viewed as equally sinful. In recent years, however, moral theologians have challenged that position, and masturbation is now seen as a relatively common form of sexual release. In most cases, individual acts of masturbation do not involve the moral quality of the person in such a way that it constitutes a serious offense. Rather, it is a habit, an expression of the power of the sexual drive which eventually should be replaced by an expression of love for another human being. At its worst, masturbation centers on one's own pleasures. More commonly, however, it is a reminder of our own need for growth towards maturity and sharing God's gift with one's beloved. Oh, this was another thing that was said in your article that has come back around to this. God in the bedroom. Do you think he wants to be there? I mean, he's summoned more times than not. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, shit, God. Oh, fuck. And if oh, every God, time. help me. He just drops in. He's like, that's disgusting. Take the away whole my fist? sins, but most importantly, the pain. <laughs> I, I think it's very fitting that we end on a masturbation. Do you masturbate? Every morning I do. Share it with me. How do you like to do it? I mean, Marcus you, leaves or in the shower? Or um, I don't do you want to be caught? Do I want to be caught? Yes. Caught masturbating? Like, oh my God, I gotta get it done real fast before he comes in. I don't think I want to be caught because I don't like, I don't, that just triggers my anxiety. Did your mother ever walk in on you when you were doing that? I feel like you were probably that, ki- that kid that had a lot of socks in his room. A lot of no, yellow crusties. No. I don't think you understand that. I, I don't. Most people didn't know where I was. <laughs> Growing up, they didn't even know that you were in the house. <laughs> They're like, I think he's in the basement. <laughs> and that's when I was playing with my matchbox cars and myself. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, matchbox cars and myself. <laughs> I love the idea that you're in your house and nobody even. Have you guys seen Patrick? Not for about a week, but I'm sure so. he's I put fine. Put some water out in front of his room. It disappeared eventually. I put a plate out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk more about masturbation? Because we're about to spend three hours talking about it with our special guest. Well, it's made you uncomfortable. I can't, I can't, I don't think we should blow our wad so early. I know. We have to retain some sort of, she's going to turn on everything. I'm very excited. Uh, Then let's do Instagram mail and then we'll wait to do specialty cocktail. And then I'll go and get the roll-ups that I got with the bologna platter. Very excited. All right, kill and yourself. chips. I know. It's time for. <laughs> so. That's gross. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite time of the show, other than when we terrorize Aaron's mother by asking her sexy, sexy questions. It's time for our one 
Instagram mail, Instagram mail. We're lucky you we got us, it. Then we're we lucky we're here. Reach around, reach around, grab blast blithe danners, sweater set and pull. I'm gonna masturbate in front of Aaron and Ooh, Jim. Take me to Jay Jill and show me the selection of plaids. Oh. Let's go to Mood Fabrics by the flannel. Let me get a blowout where you just curl it underneath just a little. Oh, oh I've got four Blythe turtle Danner's turn-ons. <laughs> take me to LLB and let me buy a kayak with your gold card. Oh. Keep, keep your Viagra. I've got four Boniva. <laughs> I'm not going to snap anytime soon. Show me the jarred jellies and jams. Oh. <laughs> Fly standards, sex kings. All right. We have one Instagram mail question this week, and it actually is pertaining to the sexy, sexy time. It really is. And for all those adults, sexy, sexy time means making love. Ew. Fucking. Fucking. Nobody likes to Pork say. Pork diving. Porkin. Porkin. Fucking. Porkies. All right, I'm going to let you uh, read this because there's words in it that I cannot <clears throat> say. Okay. All right. Dear Pod, I'm no prude, but I have a rather odd question. Recently, the guy I've been seeing, let's call him Ron, has been into a fetish. A foot fetish. Listen, I'm all about a nice foot massage, but that's not what he's into. Oh, no. He wants to use his feet for sex. Have you ever heard of such a thing? I mean, do people really enjoy toes in their privates? Is that normal? Won't his toenails cut me? Should I put a condom on his toes? Do I reciprocate? I'll never look at his feet the same way again if this happens. Signed, Stinky Feet. Do you like feet before we go in? I mean, I own them. Pardon <laughs> me. Um, but like, you're okay touching people's feet? Do you have a thing for feet? I don't have a thing. I don't have a problem touching feet, but I'm not, it's not something that turns me on. Like a bare foot? You don't have a problem like massaging a bare foot? No, I don't. You don't? All right. No. Well, come on over. Let me take my shoes <laughs> off because I have a corn that isn't going to take care of itself. I mean, if their feet are gross, like my neighbor, who she'll go nameless, Luann, she looks like. Deleceps? Yeah. She looks. Deleceps? Is that what you meant? De- de- no, well, you just mispronounced She's it. a fucking countess. She um, she's not a countess. She lost the title. Um, this woman looks like someone we've secretly replaced Luann's regular toenails with new Fritos. Let's see if anybody notices. They're that color. They curl. And she wears flip-flops. And it's like, what, 14 inches of snow? Now, if that was coming towards me, and no matter how hot, from like... You know, from from the ankles up, you could be ripped. I have seventy five pack, just like angular jaw. And if you got Frito toes, they'd be like, "I am sorry." I'm very sensitive about this subject because I have Flintstone feet, and okay. they turn out. What and you it's want. funny that you said the Frito thing because I have an issue where I have a, I have a, one one rogue nail because. I I dropped a piece of furniture on it, and uh-huh. I never knew that that you could like stunt the growth mm-hmm. of your nails by impact. I'm I, just letting you know right now that I am. <laughs> if you're gonna go down this path, I'm gonna be nauseous in a second. I, I'm, I'm a, physically uncomfortable. I'm not even kidding. It could be the meds that I'm on. So but I'm so because when you, are you saying you have a Frito on your toe? Yes. Fucking gross. Don't you even paint it to disguise it. Do you paint it at least? Is that, 
<laughs> my Jules has been calling it my Frito foot for like three years now. Have and you seen you a doctor? Fritos, I've never heard anybody else call it Frito. This is gross, Aaron. I have to bring them to a person to take care of. I would hope so. <laughs> but I always feel bad and I feel like I need to apologize to the You should. Fucking gross. Every time I like one looks totally fine. Like one foot is totally fine and I like take my sock off and I, I put it in the, you know, the water. <laughs> then I take the second one off and I feel like I need to say I'm sorry. Have you seen a doctor to fix this? Is that a question? Yes, uh, you know, of course I, I have. Even, I haven't even answered the question of the fucking. I went Instagram to the podiatrist now. many times. It's because I had an impact happen to it. And when Something does it grow happened. out? Yeah, it doesn't. It will never. And you have to understand that I have been to multiple doctors about it, and and just like Melissa Etheridge, they were like, "This will never be the same." I was like, "They told me." Okay. Consistently, Stop doctors talking. now Stop <laughs> told me. I want to know: Do you paint your toenails? Yes or no? Yes. And I have to because it has to cover what's happening. Right. It just looks weird. Is it just the toenail or is it something else? No, it's just the nail. Okay, but it's just a- shaped funny. I have to go and get it like filed down. Once we conclude this <laughs> couple sentences, I'm never talking about this again. So let me get this straight. Ask it's fucking gross, and then you you paint it, and it looks good, right? Y- yes. Okay, so yeah. do it me still looks fa- like it's shaped funny, but that's Fine, because I have to go. But it's covered, again. right? It's you've put aluminum siding on a shit house. Yes, yes. Okay. Can I answer this fucking question now? So let's go back to the question, which was someone the- wants someone wants to have sex using their feet. Signed, Stinky Feet. Dear Stinky, while this most definitely changes my perception of this little piggy goes to market, I can say that with all certainty that this is a first for me. Now, I'm not one to shame anyone for their sexual proclivities. That's what family's for. But I have so many questions and I'm sure very little answers. The logistics of this orthopedic sex romp already gives me a monkey cramp and a charley horse at the same time. I mean, do you stretch beforehand? Do you do you crack your toe knuckles? Do you pick the lint between the toes out first? Stop it. I mean, it's only gentlemanly, I suppose. Before you let his Fred Flintstone near your lady footlocker, ask yourself, what kind of condom warrants a toe escapade? Is it ribbed? Will it help if it glows in the dark? If it gets to a certain point for the whole foot is involved, will a rubber ch- uh, kitchen glove do for protection? I mean... Would Oprah let Stedman move his size 13 to her Beaver Creek? On another note, what if he has athlete's foot or some other fungus from the gym? Now you're going to be itchy and scratchy all day and night from your front and your back. I mean, if it gets that far. I mean, God forbid he has a hangnail or an ingrown toenail. I mean, can you even imagine it oozing pus inside you? Oh, this is horrifying. That can't be good for you. If Dr. Scholl was still around, I'd suggest... (laughs) To ask him your query, although he might just suggest some odor eaters for the smell. I remember when it was just a real turn-on to watch Rock Hudson and Doris Day movies with the top down at a drive-in. I don't remember Chiseled Jaw Rock taking a sock off and stepping into Doris Day's flesh clam, do you? And she liked the LPGA. I mean, I've heard of foot fetishes before, feet adoration, boot-licking massages, even sucking toes. 
I think I saw that once in a Dudley Moore movie. Or was that Demi Moore? Hmm. <laughs> but digit penetration is a new one. Although I have heard on one occasion from my sorority sister, St- Tiffany Gutters, that a Sigma Chi's big toe rivaled his little Benedict Arnold, but she never concluded that she preferred toe tango to the real thing. All I can say is this. With Cupid aiming his bow and arrow at your vagina or anus this Valentine's Day, make sure you're well lubricated with a few shots of rumplements, and for good measure, spill some on his old big old toe. Hopefully you'll pass out while Sakatume gets his feet wet. But make sure you open your valentine first. If there isn't a box with something sparkly in it, close your legs, lock your knees, and do your best Meredith Marks impression from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and tell him that you're, I'm disengaging! (laughs) Hope you're happy with happy feet, Abby. Oh, I disengaged halfway through that letter. There was so much disgusting description! Sorry. Don't, Don't apologize. I have to listen to you. I have to look at you and know that you are harboring a criminal. I will never, ever look at you the same. This is why all of my shoes are covered. I'm just going to. Why all your shoes are what? Covered. Covered. They should be. I don't wear shoes that are exposing. You know what I mean? I do now. No one else will hear this but the all right, here's Anne's answer mm. to Stinky Feet. Oh, dear Stink, I'm going to do my best to get through my reply without vomiting. The thought of feet involved in sexy, sexy time turns my stomach. If you saw my Jules's cloven hooves, you'd understand why the man's feet could grip a tree branch. Mm. I wouldn't want them going anywhere near my thin-skinned lady bits, but I digress. This moment is about you, you poor son of a bitch. There's a kink for every weird desire out there. Don't believe me? Go to any porn site and sift through the categories. It's an encyclopedia Britannica of funky fetishes. Asian anime, BBW, DADP, cuckold, college, cult, bear, beaver, fish, a whole host of animals, clown, subdom, dom sub, dom deloise, and something called yif. Google it. The good news is there's something for everyone. It's a veritable butt buffet. So, with all this quality content available, people have to evolve and get creative. It always astounds me when people find a hole in the market. And then they shove something in that hole. To be honest, once I found out there's a whole group of people who eat their sofas, nothing shocks me anymore. But the question is, does it shock you? It sounds to me like this phalange feeler might not be your cup of pee. He puts himself out there, his talons dangling in the wind. It's your decision whether or not you want to put them in your hoo-ha. Just make sure you're fully on board before you say yes to that dress. There's nothing worse than discovering this isn't for you until he's ankle deep. The only wisdom I can offer is to get a couple's pedicure first. But I will not offer you advice on the mechanics of this. I'm still trying to figure out how to get Jules down from the vegan leather sex swing. He's been dangling from the ceiling fan for a week now. Good luck, you disgusting whore. And happy clipping. Ayan! I can't imagine getting a pedicure with you. (laughs) You know it's bad when I went to the podiatrist and he's like, all right, take off your shoes and socks. And I did, and he was like, ooh. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! I'll get the dip. That he was like, ooh, these look terrible. He said these look terrible to me. Not just the digit situation, but the whole 
toe. Performance. Mm. Yeah. No, the whole foot. Whole double. The whole pair upset the podiatrist. Well, pair is feet, if you're wondering. Yeah, I I, I stand on both of them sometimes <laughs> okay. when they're not going up from underneath <laughs> on the stairs. Itself, get on the scene, get into it. Oh, because you've always been a sexy we are so excited, slash terrified to have this very special guest with us on Dear Pod. I am fascinated. She's an actress, she's a phenomenal actress, a, an amazing chanteuse, and most importantly, she's a super fan of Dear Pod. But extra importantly for today's theme, she is a sex toy sales gal slash enthusiast. Please welcome <laughs> Natalie Joy Johnson! Well, thank you guys. Thank you. Excited and scared. I mean, Excited that's... Excited and scared. Imagine going on a first date with me. Yeah. I, imagine what those poor boys pod. feel like. <gasps> you guys, it's a dream come true. Oh, we're so happy to have you. It's always nice to be high. <laughs> I want to dive in. <laughs> Don't we all? Because That's I'm an invitation. fascinated. Yeah. We've we've talked about you before. Were your ears ringing, girl? I mean, yeah. And and please, I, I have listened to I've listened to every single episode, and I've yes. had one or two shout outs. So, oh my god, um, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. First time uh, pineapple rancher. So. <laughs> First time caller, long time listener. Well, welcome. Exactly. Enter our ranch. Mm. Lean in and lean back. Yeah. It's going to be quite the ride. And okay. Enjoy the ride. So speaking of rides, <laughs> now, young Patty here told me that you host essentially what is like a Tupperware party, but with sex toys. Hosted, yes. Yes, um, in now, pre-pandemic. Now more time. it's for myself. Um, and even more like pre-pandemic. That was like many years ago, way, way back, many centuries ago. Did you sell Not them? Long after did the you sell them for like a company? I did. I actually did it twice. I had <gasps> two different incarnations. Um, when I first moved to New York City and I went out on my little tour um, and then I came back <laughs> And I was like, fuck, what is my marketable skill? And um, I actually, my when I was younger, my mom is a, was a hairdresser. My aunt is a hairdresser. My first job when I was 12 was shampooing hair. So that's what I did. So I was working in the salon in the East Village. And I was shampooing this woman's hair. And she was like young, like my age and stuff, and maybe a couple years older. And she was telling me about this sugar and spice company that she was starting, where she was essentially starting her own little like, um, what are they called? Mark, multi-marketing level. Oh, so, uh-huh. yeah, MLM she was, company. Right, right. Yeah. She was kind of starting her own little one, right? So like mm-hmm. I could be a salesperson. And I was like, 
like, actually, like, I think I would be fucking awesome at that because <laughs> like, it's everything that like, it speaks to everything that I'm about, which is like yeah. being hilarious. <laughs> um, orgasms coming sure. I'm really into that yeah. um, yes. and like empowerment so like I didn't have my first orgasm until I was like 18 or 19 I was a freshman in college and I had gone to so much private school I had gone to like a uh, Baptist elementary school um, Catholic middle school and was going to Methodist church throughout so like I got Jesus from all the angles so I had really never even like touched myself, had really not ever gone down that road because like, look, I went to so much private school. It was not encouraged. You know what I mean? And we I was talked about this very yeah. issue. Okay. I was goody two shoe of, of life. And so it wasn't until I was in college where one of my girlfriends was like, wait, you've never done it. Cause we were, the boys had been talking about it. And I was like, I just don't got it. Like if we can control ourselves, why can't they? This was also when I was a college Republican. So that's a whole nother episode. Oh You'll my. bring me back. Um, yeah. Yeah, this was a whole this was a whole shift and it probably began with finally coming that probably helped the shift you know <laughs> yeah. um and so literally my girlfriend was like wait you've never done it like girl you're nuts like please go do it like that's your assignment over christmas break is to like go do this i'm like i don't even know how she's like just rub and you'll know when it happens like <laughs> just do it and i'm like okay and so i did i like took her advice and i <laughs> <laughs> share this with you it's because like it's so head. good but it's so bad then you must tell uh, us i know you must tell i us. know i know it's really so bad so i'm leaning in show yeah, us on jim what happened Ew! <laughs> <laughs> i can't look at any of you in the face show me on me oh where God. i touch me aaron just told us about her frito lay toe so you <laughs> have to look at us and tell us the story okay 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 so so i took jasmine's advice i i take her advice and so i go home nobody is everybody was out of the house I don't know where they all were but I was at my dad's house and nobody was there and I because I guess was a Christian and romantic I decided that I would put on some music to set the scene Elsa and really Wait, like, you seduced yourself <laughs> I romanced myself to Amy make this Grant, happen right? Elder Barge. no 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 <laughs> Elder DeBarge would have actually been like sexy in comparison you imagine if your parents I, come home and there's like candles and to the beat of the rhythm <laughs> of the night but she's going that would make more sense than going to my parents CD collection and <laughs> pulling out wait for it saxophone for lovers oh. and playing that for myself it was as if it was as if I fucked myself to Kenny G essentially but like in 1986 in an elevator well fuck you for 1986 it was 1997 saxophone for lovers <laughs> no, that's, that's why it was too embarrassing to say out loud and you can cut it because it's no. awful Michael McDonald um, was like I sold a CD oh my god girl and I guess like in spite of the saxophone, I um, I made it happen for myself. Yeah. And then I had that whole moment where I was like, okay, well, cool. Cool. Okay. So, like, now I know what that is. And, like, now I don't need to do that anymore. Because, like, you know, like, it's probably, like, still a little frowned upon by God and stuff. So, like, maybe I just won't do that like again. Like, one and done. Like, and the idea that God is like, you know what? Wait, wait. Stop that war in the Middle East. <laughs> Somebody just masturbated in Illinois. Like, yeah. is ever. Yeah. 
yeah. Got to yeah. be that invested. Yeah, and somebody just like actually, you know, touched themselves for pleasure with the organs that were designed for that. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, there was still my own little like shame and shit going on. But literally um, the next night I was like, well, here we are again. And then I never looked back, you know, I, 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 I wrestled with it for, for a solid 24 hours and then I never really looked back. Here we are again. You re-seduced yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, what ah. are you doing wearing that outfit? <laughs> yeah. You're asking here for often? it, Natalie Joy. Oh, I see you there. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. And then, so then that, then I kind of feel like I became the poster child for it because then I was yes. like, everyone needs to know that they can do this. <laughs> They're like, what's that girl do? Is that the town? crier yeah. just running through a town yeah. with a bell being oh! like <laughs> yeah meanwhile you're like everybody should touch themselves and they're like we've been doing it this whole time what she must hell? be new yeah and i was she must be she's Catholic. new to sinning yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so then it so, became a thing for you well yeah it literally did like in college i was like oh my god this is amazing and like more people need to know and and so then it wasn't until so then i'm shampooing this girl's hair right cut to um and she is telling me about this and i was like i actually think i would be like really good at this because it truly i want to tell everybody to masturbate i want to empower women to come and like it's literally getting up in front of people and being hilarious and like being funny and but like educating and empowering the fuck out of them right <gasps> so i was like this is fucking awesome. literally empowering the fuck out yeah. truly yeah. i was like i would be amazing at this but i didn't have like the money for the startup so i literally went to my dad <laughs> <laughs> and i was like um dad i think this would be a really good business opportunity and I think I would be really good at it. And um, what do you think? Could you give me some money for that? And he was like, yeah, I think you actually put, would be really good for that. Go for it. And so my dad literally gave me the money and then I had that little business and that's what I did. But I remember this one party, it was like pretty quiet until like I bust. And so you bust out the toys and you go in order. Of course, you start with like the creams and the lotions and just like the kind of funny, like, oh, this is like a little like mitt that you can use for massage. This is like a little arousal cream. This is like, you know, the stuff that's like, here's a beanie baby with a dick on it. Like the novelty. <laughs> shit before play exactly before we got into the you know battery you the, just, right. <laughs> the battery operated yeah. thing the wombat that spins its head around if you whipped out. out a beanie baby with a, I, I can't okay well, go on yeah go on. i mean i i, I did um <laughs> and so but anyway you know this party was pretty chill and, and so what i would do is there was this one cream called Nymphos Desire in the second in the second um, realm of parties that I did from Taboo Essentials. And that shit, you would literally like put it on. You would like put a little bit on and then you would literally be like, oh, what's going <laughs> Like it would literally like things would start to happen. You would feel like a tingle. And so what I would do is like a little sales technique is I would have that shit in the bathroom. Um, and so when I'm going through the things and I'd be like, all right, we're up, uh, up next is this Nymphos Desire Cream. I have some in the bathroom. Um, I would like one volunteer, please, to just go in there who wants to be brave and put some on. And without fail, like one party, I remember my friend Heather's sister's party in Baltimore. She was the girl had to go up a spiral staircase to go to the bathroom. And as she was coming back down the spiral staircase, she was literally like, oh, I mean, nothing's going on. And like literally she was like, oh, my God. And so that shit. Like, sold. June, your pants are on fire. <laughs> no, seriously. No, really, you're steaming. It's steam. I mean, I sold a shit ton of that stuff because like then 
one girl would try it and then they would all line up at the bathroom. And that's when I would be like, okay, everybody get another cocktail. Here's like a little five, go put the cream on and then we'll get into the next stuff. So, um, I would get an instant UTI. Even you talking about it, I'm like, I have a tract infection. It's happening. Was it weird at all to like share lube? At a party, or am I just thinking? You're well, not you're not dipping. like, yeah, exactly. It's, like a, it's like, exactly. like a squeeze and a, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not like, yeah, it's, it's not, not a double like dip. Hummus. It's not a tub. <laughs> it's not a tub where everybody's just. It was definitely. Dip your vagina in and then come again, back. look at the things that we did pre-COVID that we didn't think Can twice about. Can you believe that Karen double dipped her vagina in that? Going back, the party where everybody yeah. puts the lube on the vagine. Everybody put the lube on the vagine, and then like then the party would start. And there was one party I remember. They were still kind of quiet, and it wasn't um, loosening up though. They're having fun, and then we're t- passing the toys around, and I pulled out one, and then this one girl that was in the party was just like, "Oh my, that's my favorite! Like I have that one at home." And then that got to break the ice, and then everybody else could be like, "Ah, oh, da 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 da." I had one conversation with um um. Again, at my friend Heather's party, she, I remember her, and we're in our 20s, right? We're in our, like, early mid-20s, and she's, like, I remember her being, like, like, I've never had an orgasm ever until, like, like two months ago, and I just had never had one, and da-da-da. So I got to have that conversation with her and be, like, well, what do you think you might be interested in? What are you looking to try? Like, do you want something that's external? Do you want something that's internal? Are we trying to go G-spot vibes, or do you want more clit vibes? Like, and so we got to, like, have that conversation, and I got to, like, hopefully help give her something that she was able to take and, like, have a great time with and, like, explore and learn herself and, like, feel more empowered because then when we know our shit especially as women, because it is so like hidden, you know, it is that we don't have a giant dick or a small dick out in front of us telling us like we are turned on right now. It's so much more subtle. Like we sometimes have to fucking romance ourselves, saxophone for lovers, you know, we have to be in the mindset that like, that it is, um, that, that it's on and that like, it's all okay. And so anyway, like that actually was really fun. Like I loved being able to be like empowering and to like break the taboos and to be able to say in front of some of these people who probably haven't seen a woman get in front of them and be like, yeah, so if you put it in this way or this one might be good to like use with a couple because see, it doesn't look like a dick. So it's not going to be as like terrifying for him, but like it still is going to be nice for you. Like, Wait, but uh, now I'm curious <clears throat> Why were they, pun intended, stiff at this party? Did they not know you were coming? I know. Like, I would think you're hosting a sex toy party. Get ready, kids. And then all of a sudden they're like, who brought grandma uh, Hanky? Well, no, I'm saying that one part. I remember that one. That one on the Upper East Side was, like, quiet until they were, like, the one girl was like, I have that because then it was on their terms. Like, because that I'm the, they all have to feel comfortable with themselves as well. Uh Were these mostly strangers? Like, would you sometimes get hired by sometimes. outsiders to come? Or I of- would be like, I would go to my friends, but I don't know her friends. Right. Oh. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know the dynamic of all of those ladies. So oh where if she knows them from a more like from her lawyer friends, like my friend Heather was a lawyer. Right. And going yeah. to law school. So like, I don't know all those girls and oh, like, so stiff. but then they had fun. I mean, they, I mean, mostly, mostly they were down, but it was always satisfying pun intended to be able to break through to those people. Right. Yeah. And to yeah. be able to be that voice in the room. That's like, 
Get that fucking dick, girl. Get it. Get that <laughs> orgasm. Get it. Don't feel ashamed. Get yours. Don't let them be the only one. And like, if you don't know how to do it, how do you think you're going to tell them to know how to do it? Like, this is all part of like, get fucking yours. Like, and so it was great to be able to be that voice. And yeah. for the ones that were quiet or for the girl that like literally was like, I just like literally had my first, I'm 30 and I just had my first orgasm like two months ago. It was She's also fucking- like, I walked into the wrong party i think i'm in the wrong apartment this is this is derek delgadio's magic show is it it was exciting to be able to be like girl what do you want how can i let's let's empower you how can i help you like fucking get it because by the way coming is amazing (laughs) and i spent too many years not doing it so like do it you're making up for lost time i want to force you to attend one of these parties you don't have to force me to do anything i'm offended that i haven't been at one yet well, I feel like that maybe once we're allowed to gather in public, you should host. Oh party my God. Because then you could host yes. it here at the ranch. And then, as a hostess, usually, I mean, I'm not in the biz anymore, but the way that it usually shakes out is as the hostess, you will get like free product oh, or I'm a giant in. discount. I'm so going to invite you can fill that drawer up. My mother you can fill the drawer up. And I would mother. actually like to somehow figure out how I can host that because, or at least be in attendance and tell you what to buy. Well, tell me what to do. <laughs> I think it would be so much fun. Like, talk about not your average Tupperware party and something that everybody can absolutely absolutely pun intended, get behind. You could have a specialty cocktail. It would be brilliant. Oh, I'll have more than one specialty <laughs> cocktail for that evening. It requires a few. I mean, you don't, st- do you still host the parties? You I said don't, you don't. I don't still host them because okay. again, like you have to be the business person. Yeah. And, and that's a lot of maintenance. Point, yeah. At some point I kind of couldn't, um, but I do have an insane, hilarious story that I must share with Please. you because Please it's do. just, it's just one of those only in New York, like what, what in the, actual fuck is my life what is happening right now so this would have been during one of the stints of of hosting and I had a big red suitcase of sex toys that's what I would take it around with me yeah and I had a party down in Hell's Kitchen I was living uptown and it was like during like a blizzard like literally it was a crazy like snow night but the party was still happening so I like get down there somehow and maybe I took the train I don't remember but I'm leaving the <laughs> I'm leaving the party and it's like snow, 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 snow. And I'm like, well, fuck, this sucks. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'll like look for a cab. There are no, you know, there's barely a cab to be found. Um, I'm on Ninth Avenue, barely a cab to be found. And it's just like snowing and just like no man's land. Finally, like um, this man all of a sudden appears with this blonde woman and he's like, would you, hold on, would you like me to get you a cab? And I was like, okay. He literally hails a cab. And then grabs my suitcase filled with sex toys and goes to put it in the trunk. And as he's picking up my suitcase and I'm looking him in the face and I'm close to him, I realize I'm like, oh, my God. Are you Hugh Jackman? Oh, I didn't know. And he was like, yes. I was like, my friend is understudying you and boy from Oz. What is happening? Like literally my head was exploding. I'm like, Hugh Jackman has no idea that you just put, that Wolverine just put a fucking red suitcase filled with sex toys into a cab and like just literally made my whole fucking day of what actually just happened. It was the most old man New York. You were going to say, and then the bag ripped open. That's what I, mean, I thought. Of course, of course, that would have been the only thing better. Are like one Jackman? had like turned yes, on. One just turns on. Can I interest you in a Hugh Jackman?
jack off? <laughs> Can I interest you in a huge Jackman? <laughs> if they popped open and fell out in front of Hugh Jackman, he's like, and the piccolo, the piccolo. <laughs> that is it was amazing. Awesome. Yeah, it was fucking great. That's like I was the like, intersection I of all the worlds. One million. Right there. Now, you don't sell them anymore, but what is your own personal fave? My own personal favorite is this thing, and it's, I swear to God, I did not make this up. I wish, I'm not making any money off of it. I wish that it was. It is literally called the Enjoy, N-J-O-Y. <gasps> I know, it's literally nuts. My ex-boyfriend gave it to me because I really wanted to like explore like the G-spot, and I was like, I want to figure it out. I want to find out where it is. I want to like really understand it. And so it's this amazing wand. It's like, um, and also one of my gay friends he will not be named I will Voldemort him right now he has he was like <laughs> he was moving and I went over and saw his new place and he had this like bag of sex toys or whatever out or no I think I put this on Instagram I've been like this is my favorite I literally did and then he literally took a picture of his bag of sex toys with the same thing in it and he's like it's my favorite too so boys <gasps> love it as well because you can use it for the prostate because the idea is that it's this like ugh, kind of like I don't know. What is that shape? Like a, like a smile? Like yeah, a like a, a smile. Yeah, like a smile. Like so the Amazon smile? That's exactly what it's exactly. based on. Yeah, exactly. Right. But it's got that. It's got that. And so it's got like a bigger ball on one side and a smaller ball on the other. And like it's literally got like the curve that's like really good uh, for the G spot or for the prostate. Um, huh. Because literally this is yeah. where I am. This is where I am that I was like. I need to like ride a dick. I need to like fuck something other than this great toy that I love and these other toys that I have from my old sex toy business. The Lilo um, Gigi is a great toy that I love. Love that one. But I was like, I need to like mix it up and I want something that I can actually like fuck. And so I don't understand ones that have suction cups because what am I suctioning cup that to? So what am I suctioning it to? Uh, and I asked my friends the other day on a text chain and he was, uh, he was like, well, sometimes it's to the wall. I'm like, what? So I can slam my ass up against a wall bent over. Oh. I just didn't get where we are supposed to suction it to. So how am I supposed to ride something? So I started doing some research and they have pillows where you can put like a, you can, um, that essentially you can mount a, a dildo in the pillow. And so then you can like fuck the pillow on it, it, like makes it up higher so that you can ride it. But a lot of the reviews on that were like, this is really too tall. If you're short, you're fucked. <laughs> like, this is not, it's not if good. you're Carrie Strug, this pillow's not for you. <laughs> exactly. The exactly. Must be awesome to read. Oh, yes. You should see the description that I screenshotted to a friend of mine the other day. I can go get that on my phone and read it to you. It is the funniest thing ever. Well, the I'm thing about the suction on the wall, I have a friend who got that very thing. And he put Are we it on looking the wall. at that friend right I'm now? Not, I wish I were looking in your direction. We should buy you this for Christmas. Oh, you have a birthday coming deflecting. up. And he suctioned it to the wall, and uh -huh. he didn't know what to do, so he got a running start backwards. No, why would hit you the do thing, that? I hit it, and it was so shocking that he passed out. <laughs> but why would you run? I don't, I don't know. He was like, that. how do you run? Maybe backwards? the best way. Understand. He was not as well versed. I think he was a newbie. To the world of Clearly. the homosexual activity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had saxophone for lovers playing in the background. He did. He sure. did. Well, How no, he didn't. I think that was the problem. Backwards. He did not seduce himself. He did not <laughs> move himself. I don't know how you can get that fast going back. That's what I'm saying. I'm mostly impressed with that. So do it's your okay. toys? So do your toys apply to male and female, or just mainly female? Mm. 
that when you I your, sold when you yeah. uh, the first the first company that I sold with was really just for women. Mm -hmm. um, and then the second one, I actually got to um, kind of choose, you know, you can get the basic, you get the basic little setup, but then you can choose other toys that you would want to add to it. So I did that myself. Like I added a couple of stuff that would be more like for, you know, more for the dudes. We have enjoyed having you here at the ranch so much. Tell the people where they can follow you and, and uh, tell them about your eventual OnlyFans page. <laughs> <laughs> it is only a matter of time. It really I'm is. Certain. TikTok, certain. honey, get on it. Um, I got, Yeah, find me at NJJ is Relentless, honey. That's what's happening on the Instas. Oh, That's definitely really follow her. She happens. does phenomenal stuff. She's also got um, her own website called NatalieJoyJohnson.live. I don't know how she got a dot .live, not a dot com not a dot org well because somebody fucking bought my dot com somebody like what god literally years girl. a zillion years ago because of course i'm the worst and i let that ship lapse and then somebody bought it so that they could i guess ransom it at some point so then i was like i can't have dot com i thought dot org because i was like that would be hilarious <laughs> but then i also is like natalie joy johnson dot live really just <laughs> also works <laughs> so check her out dot live baby and also check out her music video for her song get into it oh, queen yeah. available one of the, on one of the itunes best songs and spotify ever such Yay. a fun <laughs> video i loved watching it we She's listened a blast. to this song all the fucking Up time. Up in the club, baby. NJJ. And I'm it. very excited to have you here at the ranch <gasps> because it's not often that we have a oh special God. guest for, and you can sing this with us since you know. It's time, time for Specialty Cocktails, Specialty drink. drink. All the bitches be belting and then running backwards and <laughs> jamming <laughs> dill up your Gonna run and jump on that dick. I'm really, I really happy hope for I you. Don't break ooh, my ooh. I cannot wait to ride the torso. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know how it will go. Definitely stay tuned for NJJ's adventure <laughs> on two. the torso, baby. Oh, I can only picture that it's like that inflatable um, electrical bowl that I talked about not too long ago. So this week's cocktail, in honor of our very special guest, is the Hanky Panky. Because James Jules Ferris is in the mood for love. Oh, God help him. I'll buy him a girl. Hanky Panky, like the song from um, Breathless Panky. from Madonna. Yes. For this, you need one and a half ounces of gin, one and a half ounces sweet vermouth, two dashes of Fernet Branca, and an optional dash of fresh orange juice. Now, in a mixing glass, as my, my guests dance around me, you combine all ingredients. You add ice and you stir for 30 seconds. Serve in a chilled coupe glass and garnish with an orange peel. Now here's Jules' tasting notes, God help me. Ah, yes, another month and another made-up holiday. This is one of those days where I miss meeting up with my lady friend in the city, I think that's me, and celebrating with a cocktail at a funsy drinking establishment. The Hanky Panky is a sweet gin martini guaranteed to make a valentine out of your taste buds. The star of this recipe is Ferne Branca, that bitch. The distinct herbal Italian digestive that is often taken as a straight shot called the bartender's handshake. Mm. I'll reach around. The Hanky Panky <laughs> was created by Ada Coley Coleman at the American Bar in London's Savoy Hotel. 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 Somewhere Savoy. between Savoy Hotel. That's Savoy Hotel. <laughs> Dev Patel. 
anyway, it was happening between 1903 and 1923. She was not playing around. This little love letter packs an alcoholic wallop of around 24%. That is 48 proof when made with 80 proof gin. So nobody's getting out of here alive. So grab your Valentine, knock a few of these back, and get ready to spend 8 to 11 uncomfortable minutes on the love train. All aboard! Welcome! Welcome to the ranch, baby! Oh my god, I'm so excited! Ooh. Oh my god. I love this. I'm not a gin girl ever at all, and this is delicious. You know why? Because it's a little funky. It's yeah. a little yeah, it's bitter bitra. and a little, it's yeah. not pretty. She's not pretty. Oh my God, this is like getting a blowjob at Club Coming. Oh my God, this is like yeah. running backwards into a dildo on your wall. I did that once. Yeah. This is so good, you guys. Mm. Ah, so what's the most you've ever spent on a sex toy? <laughs> I, gonna, I thought you were going to say, so what is the most you've come in a day? <laughs> well, that's like, well, Let's do a double many. hitter. I don't know. I think there are days that you lose count. I mean, during the choir. I, the, the probably, you're gonna really go. I was about to say you're gonna go blind, but that doesn't happen no, for girls. No, you're just gonna no. get carpal tunnel. See you more clearly. Yeah. Um, Love I don't know. Dearly. I honestly, I don't know, but I would not be surprised at like. I would not be surprised if I six, six or seven times like, a day. It, on a, on a day where you're just like, oh my god, <laughs> please somebody touch me. I can't Let me feel like a human. And you're just like, well, I woke up and then I did it. And then I waited 10 more minutes and then I did it again. And then I scrolled for another 30 and then I did it again. So then there was the day and then midday I did it again. And then like later that night, you know, I did it like two or three more times. But that time it was like on my phone with somebody else. So Hey. 